Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. We're going to take a look at a a mind-body-spirit segment right now. And uh, we have on our phone line the author of a new book. It's called Boulevard Heights, When Failure is Not Final. Uh, And his name is... um, Leighton Kramer. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted here. He's a writer of primarily holiness literature. He received his BA degree in religious education. He's in a graduate program in um, Philadelphia right now. Be sure to have a, an Italian sandwich for me, please, Leighton. There you go. All right. There, 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 there are a couple of really good ones there. They're inexpensive. They're not healthy. But they do certainly taste good. Leighton, uh, tell us about the book. What what is what is the purpose of Bolivar Heights? You know, Bolivar Heights, as it pertains to the spirit, soul, and body, is you're talking about a, a man in the flesh, a living man, just like you and I, with blood and a heartbeat, uh, with limitations and resources and abilities and emotions. But he's he's determined to walk after the spirit. He wants to be a deeply spiritual man, so he wants to have as much God as he can whatever that means um, and he sets off to do that um, the understanding he needs to have is that while that's a noble and wonderful thing he still has a human body with human limitations and resources and abilities and so when you walk after the spirit you still have a flesh to deal with and if you don't account for that variable like someone said you might become a maniac instead of a monk um, this this gentleman Clay Keene the leading character uh he does have a spiritual collapse, hopefully a restoration, but that's one of the lessons he needs to learn. Being deeply spiritual is trichotomy, and he needs the help of another world. It's not something, it's like trying to fly without wings to be deeply spiritual. It's just on your own. So is, is this book designed for Christians, uh, everybody? Uh, can a Muslim get something? Can a Jewish person get something? You know can a Buddhist? It, it, is a, it is a Christian theology in terms of the book Clay Keene's Christian it's for anybody I challenge anybody to read it and not see themselves in it somewhere and it wrestles with philosophical and theological truths that we all wrestle with you know why am I here where am I going is there a God and if so how does that impact me does he know me can I know him things of that nature so for maybe even an atheist they may they may read it exclusively as entertainment and it would come across maybe a sci-fi but I can't help but wonder if they would walk away thinking, uh, is that possible? Or it'll it'll steal away some hours of sleep at night, I suspect. Uh, it, it, you, you jumped the gun on me, and that's good, because uh, I was going to ask, can an atheist read the book and get something out of it? And you, you, you're saying, absolutely. You know, the, the, the big question is, why are we here? It's right. not we collectively, because right. most people don't care about we collectively. We only care sure. about me, not we. Absolutely. And it's very personal in that way in terms of, I, I, I do, and I, I highly suspect, man, woman, wherever your ex is on the map, your culture, your background, your belief system, you'll see yourself in Bolivar Heights, in part because there are common denominators in the human race that we all wrestle with, philosophical, theological, but also personal, like you mentioned, and um, you know, things of that nature. What if I die right now? You know, I think at one point or another, we all slow down in the happy meal microwave age that we're in. And we wrestle with realities like that. Or even time and space. You know, billions of years ago, what was there? How do we really know? And billions of years forward, the human mind, we can grasp grasp the reality of billions of years. But the concept of eternity, 
I can't get my arms around that, or even space. I can't so, get my arms around billions of years, and that's something that sure. that you know I, I've talked to some people who believe that you know the Earth is only you know what six thousand years old, right? When you know the the with yes, but at the same time, it doesn't make sense uh, yeah. because we know that there are things that are tens of thousands of years old. Sure. How do you re? How how as a, as a Christian? How do I reconcile that? Yeah, I, I told someone. It's, it's funny. I was I had lunch with a professor of archaeology at George Washington University some time ago, and she asked me that. She said, um, "You know, how do you reconcile with uh, creationism versus evolution or whatever?" I, I told her, you know, respectfully, I don't feel like I have to. But at one point, when I I feel like when God made uh, Adam, He didn't create a baby; He created a grown man. And say, well, then do you have a belly button? All? You know, I don't know. I'm not sure I even care. <laughs> but in terms of, he was a grown man. When he made the trees greener, the seas, and flung the planetary system into existence. And again, I can't, I'm not pretending to be smarter than I am. I, I don't understand space and time. I just know this. He didn't create an infant stage creation. It was a finished product. Well, let me so, let 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 yeah. let me ask you this, because uh, I've asked this question to to sure. number of of religious people of all sure. faiths, and what I say is that you know we think of a year as three hundred and sixty five days a year, right? Right, and I put that as well. Right, the day may be two sets of days, twenty four hours. Right. It, it, yeah, and and maybe one year back then was ten thousand years. Sure, and or, that could be, and that could be as well. Um, at the end of the day, I guess it's, uh, it's not that I, I'm indifferent to it. It's fascinating to me. It's surreal. Um, it's science also, fiction, and in, in some ways, and yet time and space isn't science fiction, and that we know there's space and time that we can't calculate or understand. But I guess I would say this: everybody's living by faith. The question is, in what? You know, right. Uh, do you remember the film uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still? Daryl, you remember that, right? Sure do. One of the, the great films of the early 50s. And oh, wow. Are you, oh, my God. Yeah, I, okay, thanks a lot. Interview finished. Mark's really old. <laughs> no, that's okay. I did not see it when it first came out. But you should take a look at it. You know. So my question to you is, if... There are billions of stars, and we know there are, and somebody comes to, um, you know, lands on Earth and looks like us, okay? Um, uh, you know, good-looking guy, gray hair. Uh, sure. Um, you know, six foot two. I'm trying to think of the actor's name. And Man, you're describing me. I'm telling you. Yeah, me, <laughs> me too. Yeah. yeah, okay, I've got you both down. So the, this guy comes down and says, you know, I'm from Mars or I'm from Pluto or XYZ planet. Right. Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> but at the same time, um, you know, here's a spacecraft. He, you see it. What Does he have a soul? Part? The question is, does he have well, a soul? Here's what I think about. Here's what I think when you tell me a scenario like that. I don't do hypotheticals. At the same time, this is an hypothetical to me in this regard. Um, when I look at creation and the things that you describe, to me, it all points to God. How could it not? It's like saying an ink pen exploded and wrote the dictionary. It just, to me, it's intelligent design beyond measure. In terms of the human, do I think that there may be life out there? I suspect there is, because how could there not be? You know, almost it's a, a creative God who's creating. We just look at the science of an eye of an eyelash, even 
or even a grasshopper, a grasshopper's foot. It is mind-boggling. An atom, anything in creation, when you begin to break it down the science of it, to me it looks fearfully and wonderfully made. Interesting. The man, though, humanity, and the soul. Try to look at that. When was know. when was the time that you knew um, uh, Leighton that there was something bigger than us? I had a sense of the supernatural as a boy. I couldn't articulate or understand it, but I did recognize it. And it was petrified by certain elements of it because some of it is dark. You know, and now we see shows like uh, Ghost Adventures or whatever, and it, it almost romanticizes it and um, it makes, you know, it uses it as a, makes it entertainment. But I had encounters with supernatural entities that I could not explain or understand, and it frankly petrified my little boy mind. And I wasn't thinking, I just watched too much TV or something. Like, I can't explain this, but it's real. You know, but also the other avenue, I've, where there is a God, some, you know, the Holy Spirit's not napping concerning his job. I believe he's faithful to everybody. And when you think about man with a soul, man is, per the Bible, made in the image of God. And his son, Christ, died for man, which would make us pretty unique and special, the crowning piece of all creation. But that's one that okay. That's yeah. that's your your point of view. Right. But I'm not can't looking at it through a spiritual lens. Right. I look at everything through a spiritual lens. Okay. So you, you and and so you've got your spiritual lens on, and that's great. Can you uh, also uh, accept that a Muslim has their spiritual lens? Of or, course I do. And uh, I, you know, when I look at church history, there's a. When I tell people this, they say, wait, why aren't you Hindu? Or why aren't you Muslim? You know, I, have you studied Hinduism? Why aren't you Hindu? I tell them, I, I study Christianity, and that tells me all I need to know about you. And it works for me. It's very personal to me, and it's very real to me. I know and so if I were going to do a conversation in terms of church history, as Muslims, and the Reformation, and the Dark Ages, you know, they were, uh, their methods were quite, are really starkly different. And somebody does have to be wrong. They were... Or, or maybe we just all have to, to to sit down and have dinner together, and um, I don't and know if all Muslims would do that in terms of their doctrine is to behead you, not to not to win you over. It's to eliminate you. Um, well, that's that's only a certain part, Leighton. That that's only a certain. That's a, that's that's the ones. That, there are exceptions to rule. That's right. But and and most most Muslims don't do that at, at all. All right, hold on a second because uh, we're going to go to a break. Our guest is um, Leighton Kramer, and he has uh, uh, he's written a new book, uh, Boulevard Boulevard Heights, when failure is not final. And what we're going to talk about in our next segment with uh, Leighton is when failure is not final, and we'll we'll push aside the spirituality uh, a little. Bit. Uh, join us at LateNightHealth.com, LateNightHealth.com. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne, and we will return in just a couple of moments. By the way, we haven't announced this officially, but um, Late Night Health has just won several awards, uh, communicator awards, and I congratulate uh, our senior producer, Daryl, and my partner uh, on that. Thank you, sir, for all of your hard work. We'll have some information up on Late Night Health about that in the next couple of days. All right, we'll be back. And to you as well. Thank you. Welcome to Guide to the Soul. This is Robert Clancy. It is only in the darkest of your hours that the light becomes that much easier for you to see. 
Take comfort in knowing that hope's great renewal comes packaged in every sunrise. When you're going through something that's so unimaginably terrible, it's hard to realize that you'll even get through it. I know, I've been there. But I've also made it through to see the other side. At the time of my turmoil, nothing made any sense. It's only when I discovered the silver linings that I understood all of God's grace. The resilience within your soul is your greatest source of light. You come from the stardust as a reminder that you will always have the ability to shine, even in life's darkest moments. For more inspiration from Robert Clancy, visit GuideToTheSoul.com or go to the Moments with Robert page on LateNightHealth.com. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright Here Now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright Here Now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthere.com. Attention anyone looking for hand sanitizer. Sanitizing your hands and surfaces is one of the best ways to fight COVID-19. The FDA recently published new guidelines for the production of hand sanitizer during this public health emergency. Most commonly used hand sanitizers are not compliant. Here's the good news. You can now get the hand sanitizer you're looking for that meets FDA guidelines to fight COVID-19. Introducing Halo CV, one of the first hand sanitizers available in the U.S. that's formulated specifically for COVID-19 and meets both FDA and CDC guidelines. Get yours now at halocv.com. That's H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Halo CV can be used on all surfaces, such as countertops, door knobs and shopping carts in addition to your hands made in the usa halo cv is formulated specifically for covid19 be safe stay home and sanitize your hands and surfaces with halo cv go to halocv.com and we'll rush your order to you today that's halocv.com h-a-l-o-c-v.com go to halocv.com attention anyone looking for hand sanitizer sanitizing your hands and surfaces is one of the best ways to fight covid19 the fda recently published new guidelines for the production of hand sanitizer during this public health emergency. Most commonly used hand sanitizers are not compliant. Here's the good news. You can now get the hand sanitizer you're looking for that meets FDA guidelines to fight COVID-19. Introducing Halo CV, one of the first hand sanitizers available in the U.S. that's formulated specifically for COVID-19 and meets both FDA and CDC guidelines. Get yours now at halocv.com. That's H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Halo CV can be used on all surfaces, such as countertops, doorknobs, and shopping carts in addition to your hands. Made in the USA, Halo CV is formulated specifically for COVID-19. Be safe, stay home, and sanitize your hands and surfaces with Halo CV. Go to halocv.com and we'll rush your order to you today. That's halocv.com. H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Go to halocv.com. 